Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. So you guys, when you see recommendations like, oh, you need to feed your baby this food in this order or follow this meal plan this day, somebody just randomly made it up. There's only a few reasons why we need to hold on particular foods for babies or sequence them in a certain way, and this is why. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about the order of the baby led weaning foods that you offer to your baby. Does it matter? I get this question a lot. Like, why do you do this food or that food? Or I'm doing this before that. Or I saw that I needed to do this before that. And I like to start all of these mini baby led weaning episodes out with a BLW tip of the day. And spoiler alert, the order of the foods that you introduce your baby to, for the most part, does not matter. Because the honest to God's truth is there's no hard and fast evidence that says you have to do pears before pineapple or pumpkin before parsnips. Now, hang tight because there are some foods that you're going to want to wait to feed your baby. I'll explain why in this episode. But all in all, I want you to know you have the ultimate freedom to feed your baby the variety of foods that work best for your family. And I don't want you to be unnecessarily restrained by some contrived or fabricated baby led weaning food feeding order. Quick story here before we get started. So in 2016, I created the 100 First Foods approach to starting solid foods. So at that time, I was doing baby led weaning with my quadruplet babies after having struggled immensely with spoon feeding my oldest. And our family Instagram account was like full on BLW spam and the baby quadruplets at the same time. So we were approaching for that account, the 100K follower mark. And I wanted to do something unique to celebrate. So I'm like, not balloons. So I started realizing, wait, the quadruplets had eaten 100 different foods before they turned one. 
So it's kind of playing with this idea of organizing those foods into five distinct categories based on nutrition need with my dietitian background. You want to help those babies achieve diet diversity and avoid nutrient gaps, you know, the whole thing. And then after that, we ended up having twins. So I used the twins 100 first foods journey. It was kind of my playground or my sandbox for moving around the foods that the quads had done. So I swapped in a few foods that through additional practice and research, I recognized, gosh, these are safer options that I had done with the quads. And to this day, no joke, I get messages from people who go so deep back into Instagram and they'll be like, why did you do green beans with the quadruplets, but not with the twins? Or why was the shellfish introduction for the quad shrimp, but then you did crab for the twins? The reality is there's no hard and fast rules for which foods you need to introduce when. It really does not matter. For the most part, there are some implications for food allergies, and that's mostly what I'm going to touch on today. So does the order of the baby-led weaning foods that you feed your baby matter? No, not really, with two caveats. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home which if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. The first one is about allergenic foods. Now, you're probably aware that there's the big eight allergenic foods. Sesame was added recently. So we call them the big nine, whatever, eight plus sesame. And of those, we have pretty decent evidence for a few of them that introducing those allergenic foods early and often helps prevent food allergy. Now we have very strong evidence for peanut and a little bit less so for milk and for egg. And then everyone's like, well, what about the other six? Well, there's a lot of studies underway about the effect of introducing those allergenic foods early and often. But one thing we know is that there's absolutely no benefit to withholding those allergenic foods. Our old guidelines used to say like, whoa, hold up, don't introduce the allergenic foods until after one. But we know that that's not true now. So in the meantime, while we're kind of waiting for the rest of the research on the other six, I would say with regards to prioritizing the introduction of allergenic foods in the first three weeks of baby led weaning when your baby is six months, plus showing the other reliable signs of readiness to feed, try to do milk, peanut, and egg. That's not in any particular order. Peanut, egg, milk, egg, milk, peanut, whatever you want. But those are the ones that I put up front just because we have a little bit more data about them. But you still want to focus on introducing all of those allergenic foods early and often if you can, again, because it has the potential to reduce allergy risk down the road. It's like the only thing you have control over with regards to reducing allergenic risk. So do those allergenic foods early and often. And if you're looking for three to start with, my suggestion is in any order you feel comfortable with egg, peanut, and milk. Now, the other caveat that I add about which foods to introduce in a particular order or which ones to hold on has to do with safety. 
There are a few foods on the 100 First Foods list that I personally feel that babies do better with or they're safer for them to eat once they have one or more teeth. Now, you may know that some babies are born with teeth. It's totally gross. Look it up. There's actually pictures of that on the internet. It's not gross. It's just really unusual to see a newborn with teeth. But then there's other cases where babies don't get their teeth until after age one. And I want you to know that having teeth is not a prerequisite for needing to eat. But there are some foods that babies do do better with if we wait on. So personally, I wait on introducing, for example, chicken on the bone or meat on the bone. To be honest, you could give it to a baby and they could gum the heck out of it without teeth, but it's a much more efficient experience when that baby has a tooth or two against with to, you know, kind of extract that meat off the bone. So it's kind of like an efficiency thing as well as a safety thing because you might feel safer letting your baby do that once they have teeth. Another one is corn on the cob. I know your baby can do a lot of things with their really strong gums, but getting a kernel of corn off a corn on the cob, and by the way, babies eating corn off the cob is like the cutest thing on the planet, but it goes a lot more smoothly when babies have one or more teeth. But the rest of the foods, especially on my 100 First Foods list, they can for the most part be modified and introduced, to be honest, in any order that you feel comfortable doing that. Now, I do have a list of 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. These are not you have to do them in this order or these are the best ones. It's just some ideas of some foods that even if you don't have like a strong cooking background are pretty easy to make safe for babies to eat. And there are a variety of foods, including some allergenic foods, fruits and vegetables, proteins. So if you want to grab the 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning, it's not just a list. I actually explain inside of this free download why these are some ideal first foods. If you need some inspiration on where to start, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed with this idea of trying to feed your baby 100 foods before turning one, grab my 10 easy starter foods for baby led weaning. That's available on the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 201. Thanks so much for listening. Short and sweet. Hope you have the freedom to introduce the foods that you want in any particular order that you feel comfortable doing, provided that you're making them safe for your baby led weaning baby. Bye now. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total task master. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program, she might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Lead Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks 
meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one. Because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the baby led weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby, you can head to babyledweaning.co to get started. And hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.